The Pat Kenny Show. With the Jaguar E-Pace. Beautiful by design and dynamic to drive. Delivering performance that is unmistakably Jaguar. This is News Talk. Well, now it's time to talk to Porrick Horkin, a horticulturist, keen gardener, and of course, graduate of the National Botanic Gardens and member of the Horkin Garden Centre family. Porrick, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, uh, you are talking about uh, summer flowering climbers, which are coming into flower at the moment, uh, clematis, and there are loads to choose from. There's a, a fantastic selection, Pat, and with this recent drop of rain, the conditions are ideal at the moment for planting many plants, not just climbing plants. But there are some beauties coming into bloom at the moment. And Clematis is probably renowned for flowering right through to the end of the summer. And it comes in a whole range of different varieties. But there's actually a variety, path that flowers through the winter as well. It's a variety called Winter Beauty. And if you plant it now, it grows quite fast and flowers any time from November right through to the following April. But there are other plants to consider like Solanum jasminoides or Solanum glasnevin, which is in the potato plant. It's a really easy climber to grow. Flowers from June right through again to November. The Glasnevin variety is named after our famous botanic gardens in Glasnevin and has beautiful blue flowers. And Jasminoides, which is another variety, has jasmine white flowers, again, that flower up to November. Um, Another favourite of mine, Pat, is an evergreen climber called Tracheospernum. And that, again, retains its leaf right through the winter, flowers in the summer. It's got a beautiful scent as well. So there's lots of really, really good, interesting flowering plants. The weather conditions are ideal for planting them now. And if you get them in now, they'll establish them well. And many of the clematis varieties will actually be starting to flower already. Now, I'll fire questions at you, Porik. I've been searching high and wide without success for a Mexican weeping pine conifer, but a local garden has a splendid specimen. With permission, I'd like to take a cutting to propagate. Any tips how to propagate a pine tree? That's uh, from another Porik. It's an absolutely beautiful tree, Pat. It comes all the way to us from Mexico. It's Pinus patula. And it's uh, dark green. The, the, the leaves on the plants or the pines on the plant are nearly a foot long and it has this beautiful weeping habit. But the best way to sow it is from seed and you'll get seed online. You germinate it. This time of year actually would be a good time to germinate it. I like to sow the seed for about a couple of days in water, keep it in water, in tepid water, just to soak up the water before sowing it. And the seed will germinate then the following spring to give you young plants by midsummer that you plant out into your garden. So if you want to propagate it, the easiest and most successful way is um, from seed. Cuttings can be very difficult. You need a specialist um, heated propagator to actually get the cuttings to grow. So possibly try the seeds, give a couple of the cuttings a go, but you'll find the seed a lot more successful for any of the pine family, but particularly the Mexican weeping pine propagates so easily from seed. Geraldine in West Clare says, I planted wildflowers for the bees and they are growing beautifully, but will they come back automatically next year? It depends on the varieties that Geraldine has sown. Generally, when you buy uh, wildflower seed, you get a mixture of annuals, which flower this year, and perennials, which grow but do not flower to the following spring and summer. So depending on the variety that Geraldine uh, picked, the mix that she actually got in, in before sowing. So generally speaking, if they flower in their first year, they're annuals, but many of those will self-seed as well, Pat. They'll actually cast seed and that seed will come back up next year again. Um, any of the perennial plants will only be green 
they won't flower this year, so you'll know the perennials and they'll come back next year again. And where you're silent sowing wildflower seed, it's always a great idea in the autumn to plant some spring flowering bulbs as well to give you some colour in February and March and April before the wildflower seed comes back into flower. Another one. We have black-stemmed bamboo that's looking very withered and dry. Is this a seasonal thing? Does it dry up in summer? It is planted in a concrete-based bed to avoid the roots taking over. Yeah, to keep it confined. It's a good idea with bamboo. Uh, The black bamboo, again, the weather being so dry, Pat, for the last 12 weeks, bamboo shows dryness by browning of the leaves. Uh, But after this recent rain, and if you give it a liquid feed, it'll produce lots of new shoot again. So a small bit of browning on bamboo is no harm whatsoever. It's just down to the very, very dry conditions we had earlier in in May and June. Mm. So good watering, a good feeding, and the black bamboo, it'll kick back into growth again. They're very easy to grow. Uh, this, this one, my uh, need is for a tree surgeon. We have a conifer type tree about 10 feet high that needs to come down. My husband is 82 and we don't have access to the internet. Any suggestions how I go about finding a tree surgeon? Because you obviously want one um, who's reliable, who's insured and all the rest of it. Insured and certified. The best place really to go, Pat, is to the Arboricultural Association. And they're there in Deb- Dublin and all the registered contractors, tree surgeons um, are listed there. So that's probably your best source. Get yourself somebody that's qualified, somebody that's insured and knows what they're doing. We have a Virginia creeper, 25 years old. Recently, it's begun to lose its grip and it's falling off the wall. Any remedies for that from Frank? Well, Well, when it gets a little bit heavy, Virginia creeper, unlike ivy, it actually roots with suction pads. And if it gets a little bit heavy or if we get uh, windy weather, as we've had got for the for for the last couple of weeks, it can get torn off the the wall. So the best thing is to lighten it up. So trim it back. So take some of the weight out of the branches. So trim back the stems, trim back the foliage and pin it on with a couple of electrician clips. And once it kicks back into growth, it'll actually start to sucker back onto the wall again. It's just due to the heaviness of the branches and the foliage. And particularly when you get heavy rain and you get some windy weather at this time of year, Virginia creeper can be pulled off the wall. So trim it back, tidy it up, give it a feed and um, press the the remaining branches against the wall and they'll re-sucker back on again. My climbing hydrangea looks healthy and green, but no flower. What does it need? Well, climbing hydrangea is actually a beautiful climber. And, and uh, we started the program with talking about climbers. And again, climbing hydrangeas can be planted at this time of year. But they're, they're shy to flower pad for as young plants. So they tend to do a lot of growing for four, five or even six years before settling down to, to flowering. So the fact that the tree, the climber is growing really well, that's important. What you can do is put some sulfur to potash, um, which again helps to induce flowering in the following year. But it's it's very atypical for climbing hydrangea not to flower for several years. But as long as the plant is growing healthy, that's perfectly fine. It will settle down as the plant matures back into flowering. But a little bit of potash at this time of year is an excellent idea. Uh, another one. I'm going away for a month to care for my father. I have rosemary in a pot. What can I do to keep it alive while I'm away? That's from Andrew. 
Well, Andrew, it is a Mediterranean plant. It does tolerate quite dry conditions. Um, so it'll all depend on the weather we're going to get and how big a pot it's in. A good idea is to get yourself a plastic tray and sit the pot of the rosemary into that. And that will act as a water reservoir, as it were, and keep the plant watered. Or alternatively, if you've got a friend that you could possibly loan the plant to for the next four or five weeks and let them take care of it. But rosemary is a plant that tolerates uh, quite dry conditions. So unless the weather stays exceptionally dry over the four-week period, give it a good heavy watering before you go, slip a, a tray underneath it, and it should be perfectly fine when you come back. Um, what about those gel things that you can put in the yeah, soil? Yeah, the swell gel, that's that's an excellent idea, Patch. Some of the swell gel could be added to the compost, and that will help to retain moisture as well. They act as a water retentive gel, and it releases the water when the uh, compost starts to dry. So that's an excellent idea to add as well. All right, Porik, thank you very much uh, for joining us. That's uh, Porik Horkin, horticulturalist and graduate of the National Botanic Gardens.